Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello, everyone. This is Deb, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys today with my dear friend, Tracy. Tracy Barsky. Tracy is super special to all of us at Help Club for Moms, and you might recognize Tracy's voice as soon as she starts talking because she reads a lot of devotions on our podcast. She is uh, the coordinator of our podcast, and I am so honored to have you here today, Tracy. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So you're going to love today's talk with Tracy because we're going to talk about impacting your world with your gifts that God's given you. And Tracy is someone who absolutely uses her gifts, not only in the Christian world, she uses it at home with her children. She's an amazing wife and mother, and but she uses her gifts at Help Club, but she also uses her gifts that God's given to her in the secular world. But before we go into that, I want you to tell us a little bit about you, Tracy. Tell us about your family and how old your kids are. Um, Well, I have a five-year-old boy, Mm -hmm. and his name is Bennett. Mm -hmm. And we have a -a two-and-a-half-year-old girl, Tessa. Mm -hmm. And I've been married to my husband 11 years next month. And, and how tall is your husband? (laughs) He's six foot eight. Six (laughs) foot eight. But how tall are you? I'm 5'11". 5'11". Yeah. So... So he's yeah. still nine inches taller than you. Yeah. It makes <laughs> me feel small, which I love. Oh, I once. love it. Yeah. And you can find her on Instagram as author Tracy Barsky mm-hmm. and also wife of a giant. Yes. Which is really appropriate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love one that. That's my personal account where I will post pictures of my family and kids. And then the other one's just book stuff. Book so. stuff. And she yeah. makes the most fun reels <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. She is a real pro. Ha ha. Real pro. Real (laughs) R-E-L. But I'm telling you guys, okay, I'm going to talk to you about her book today. And it's called, it's a fiction book Mm -hmm. and it is not a Christian book. And, uh, but it's amazing. And I do not like, so Tracy doesn't like to read nonfiction. Right. And I don't like to read fiction, (laughs) but I could not put this book down. And it's called The Alternate End of Cassidy Marchand. Marchand. Mm -hmm. Alternate end of Cassidy Marchand. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you just want to sit and read something and you will not be able to put something down, you should get this book. It does have a couple of little bitty, like one of the funny cuss words in it that I thought was really funny. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I want to talk to you a little bit about that today. I want to talk to you about impacting your world, like as a Christian. So today I was on YouTube and... I watched a video by Todd White and he was at a corn concert and he's friends with Brian Welch mm-hmm. and who's in corn. He left corn for a while and then he went back to corn, but he's still a Christian. And he was talking about impacting people at a corn concert, right? And how he said that Brian is doing something that not very many people can do, which is play in that band and still keep his faith. And that's what Brian is doing. I mean, I don't know him personally. I don't follow Brian, but that's what Todd was saying today. They're friends. And I started thinking about that. Guys, we need to be impacting the world, right? We need to be impacting. The culture needs you. And okay. So after I read this book and I couldn't put it down, I called Tracy and I was like, Tracy, okay, 
there is something in this that is not earthly, meaning God gave you these words, Tracy. Like, okay, number one, none of us on the team, we've known Tracy for years. None of us knew she was writing a book. <laughs> it, was, it just popped up there and there it was, right? Yeah. But God gave you these words. They're not, it's not like I've never read a book as good as this. Like all the words in it, the descriptions, I could see myself in the scenes. And this is one of the things I want to talk to you guys about. When God calls you to something, he's going to give you what you need. And tell us about those words. Like, did you feel God giving you the words? I don't know that I did at the time, because when I was writing it, I was writing it for myself. But I feel like, I mean, I was pouring a lot of myself into it. And so I, I don't know. I, I never had the confidence in my writing ability necessarily. So it, it just kind of came about, but I feel like God has been showing me after publishing it that he was in the process because I, I didn't intend to publish it. I was just writing it for myself. And then when I did publish it in the way that people have reacted to it, I can see that was God's way of saying, I was working through you in this before you knew I was. So I think that it's, you know, retroactively sort of like looking back at things that I can see how he was involved in it. You know what I think you did, Tracy, is I think that you were faithful and you just did it. God told you to write it and you wrote it and you didn't think about it. Mm -hmm. Right. I think a lot of us overanalyze what God is calling us to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And you just did it mm -hmm. and you did it. Bam. Well, here's a book. Yeah. <laughs> like what? And, um, and reading it though, you really, you showed me a viewpoint of a homeless woman, mm -hmm. like as the main character was homeless mm -hmm. and lived in her car and she was desperate. Mm -hmm. And I haven't read any books before that really could paint a picture of someone and how, how they are feeling, what they're thinking on the inside mm -hmm. and stuff. And so, yeah, that was amazing yeah. to me. And you know what else? I love your forward in the beginning of the book because it, it says you're a Christian. I mean, you're a Christian <laughs> and I love that. Like to my husband, I would not be where I am today without your support, love and constant prayers. You are a blessing from above. So right there at the beginning of this book, people know you're a Christian, mm -hmm. but as they read it, they get to know you. So maybe they're not a believer mm -hmm. and they get to know you through the words and what have, what's been your experience with that, with maybe people that don't know God that have written to you about your book? Um, I think a lot of it has been that there are themes that I deal with in the book that have helped impact people as far as, you know, the, the concept of trauma and anger and forgiveness and some of these things that we all have to deal with. And that it's not just a fluffy story. I, you know, that's when I wrote it, I was just writing a story just to write a story and um, had a bad habit of kind of introducing it like it was nothing. And, and then I'd have people, people who were not um, just an average Joe, but people whose opinions were very, um, I esteemed their, their thought process because they're very cerebral people. And two of them very particularly 
gushed about the fact that they felt like they could walk through their own kind of trauma and um, acknowledging that and, and that it deals with this concept of if, if this had happened in my life, then it would have been better. And sometimes that's not always the case, you know, and the things we go through in life, they impact us, but they don't have to define us necessarily. And so um, I've just had, you know, and a couple of these people I knew, and then there were, there have been people that I've never met before who have said that it really impacted them emotionally and, and things like that. And so knowing that there is influence in even things that you don't think have power to impact people. And especially when you think about it in a way of like, how can I impact the people around me and in the culture when people don't want to hear about God and they They don't don't want to hear about God. A lot of people don't want to hear about God. Mm -hmm. And so this was sort of, you know, and it's still something I'm trying to figure out how to be in the world and not of it, but not be so sanitized that they can just tell. Yeah. And, and it puts them off right away. And so it's a really fine line to walk, but I'm, I'm trying to navigate that where I'm like, I have to be realistic to these characters in this story, but maintain the fact that Jesus is in my heart and he's not going anywhere. And Amen. that's an, an integral part of who I am. And, and how, how do I put that in my books without it being too obvious, but without totally directing people away from God. And so I think this one was not a very intentional way of doing that, but I think God was in it so that he could show me afterwards how he works through that. And now that I'm more aware and, and can be more intentional, I feel like I can actively pursue God's guidance Mm -hmm. on how to write my stories from now on. I love that. So I love that. You know, I love that God takes care of things even when we don't think about them, Mm -hmm. you know, and then we look at it later and we're like, whoa, there's God. He was here and here and here. And I love that. And I feel like because you are a believer, because you do involve God in your life and you pray and you talk to him and he works. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you can't even see the fruit until after. Yeah. Until after. Yeah. I love that. And so what would you say to our moms who maybe God is calling them to impact the culture in a non-traditional secular way? I mean, our number one priority is always, and you're, you know, this, and you do this, you live, this is our husband and our children, right? Mm -hmm. Number one in our home, but God does call us to Mm -hmm. additional things. So what would you say? Um, I mean, I think trusting God to be in that process and showing you where and how, um, but also seeking him out for that guidance and uh, the opportunity, because we don't have to sequester ourselves and not participate in anything in the culture at all. Um, because that can isolate us and separate us too much from the world. And so I think, um, 
it, like I said, is a hard, it's a hard line to walk, but when you, when you're pursuing what God lays out for you, it becomes easier. And so, yeah, I think, I think praying about it and before you jump into whatever that might be, like before I jump into writing, maybe, you know, I'll, I'll pray right beforehand every time from now on, or, you know, so that I can make sure I am being intentional about what sort of message I'm sending. Um, and it doesn't have to be a big hour long on my face praying thing, but just inviting God into the little moments of whatever it is you're doing and seeing the opportunity in what is happening in the world around you. Because I like to read and I like to write. And my opportunity was, I, I have that interests and I have this skill and I have God mm. and all of those things can be together. Wow. That is so good. I have the interest. I have the skill and I have God. That's true. And you know what? God always takes our five loaves and two fish mm-hmm. and he feeds the 5,000. You know, I was watching a video today about the potential new leader the woman that might lead Italy. Oh my goodness. She's a powerhouse. We watched a video about her talking about the family and how important it is. And that she's a Christian. She said it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, Lord, watch her go. She is flowing where God has called her to in Mm -hmm. the power of the Holy spirit with God's help. Right. And that's a message for all of us, whatever God has called you to do, whether you're a working mom or a stay-at-home mom, or if God's put something on your heart uh, to to do, like some type of a project or something, or whether you serve at church, if you teach Sunday school, whatever it is, God wants to do it with you, and he will multiply whatever you put in his hands. That's what God does. He Mm -hmm. multiplies things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love um, my daughter when she was younger we would do these Wilton cake decorating classes. And I talk about this example a lot because God gave it to me because I just think it's something we need to never forget. So when my daughter was younger, she was growing up and I would pay for these Wilton cake decorating classes. And uh, because I wanted to spend time with her, I wanted to have something in common, a hobby that we could do together. And when we're doing it, we'll talk and just kind of get to know one another, right? And if my daughter had come to me and said, mom, can my best friend come and do the class with me? I would have said, yeah, but it would have completely changed what I wanted, which was to connect with her and to go deeper with her. And, and uh, I feel like the things that God calls us to do are marriage, raising children, writing books, being a Italy's potential new leader, playing in a band like Corn even if no one there is a Christian, right? Besides you, that God, he wants to do it with you. And as long as you involve him in the process, then you're going to go deeper with him. You're going to see him work. You're going to see miracles. And so just like I didn't, I I, I really wanted to do the cake decorating class because I wanted to spend time on my relationship with my daughter. God wants you to do these things that he's called you to, even just raising your children, right? Not just, he wants to do it with you. That's why he gave you those kids. So don't leave them out of that process. Don't leave them out of your financial process. Don't leave them out of your marriage. Or if you want to write a book, or if you want to start a podcast, or if you want to serve at church or lead a group or whatever it is that God's called you to do, 
involve him in the process. Yeah. Wow. So you are impacting the world, Tracy. And I'm Hopefully. really, oh yeah, you are. <laughs> You're, I'm really proud of you. I love how God gave you these words. You can feel it. You can, you can actually, when I read this, I feel God. I feel like God was in this process even more than some Christian books that I've read. Mm. And I, I just, I wanted to have you on the show today to, to just way to go, Tracy, seriously. Thank you for your service at help club too. And if you, if you like reading fiction, it's called the alternate end of Cassidy Marchand. And I say, follow her on Instagram because she's really fun. She does these fun reels, Tracy, author, Tracy Barsky, B-A-R-S-K-I. And uh, what what's one thing that you would say to anyone wanting to involve God or wanting to feel called by God to do something? What's one thing that you would leave them with? Um, I would say start with things that you enjoy and that you're good at. And then even if it's something that you do just for yourself, because that's what writing was for me. And you can say, God, how can you use this, you know, to bless other people in whatever way that could be. And um, because sometimes I I feel like people think serving God has to be painful and it doesn't. He gives us talents and desires and interests for a reason because he wants to use you in the things you're good at. And so the smallest things that you like to do, you like to paint pictures if that can bless someone else, you can invite God into that process and he can show you how and where. And it just, it doesn't have to be anything big. If you like to bake, baking something. For the glory of God. Yes, right. everything on, unto the, glory, the of glory of God, because everything we do is for him. So that's what brother Lawrence says. If you guys have ever read The Practice of the Presence of God, it's a beautiful little book. It was written in, I don't even know, several hundred years ago by a priest named Brother Lawrence. And he said, whether I wash a dish or have, you know, sing worship or whatever, I do it all for the glory of God. And so everything that we do, we we do it for God's glory. Okay, I'm going to ask you a pretty like out there question. Okay. (laughs) I did not prep her with this one. So what would be the best thing Jesus could say to you besides well done, good and faithful servant. Cause I know you're going to hear that, but like when you think about what you're doing for him and how you're, you're just being faithful, that's what you are, Tracy, you're faithful. What, what would, what would you like to hear him say? Um, probably that I'm valuable just by being. It's not what I'm doing, but just that I am valued and cherished. I pray that over my daughter a lot because I feel like sometimes as young girls, we're not told that or don't feel that maybe from people who should be saying those things to us. And so I, I pray a lot that she would know that about herself. And I feel like if I, if I probably, if I sat and listened really well, I would hear him saying that to me because I know that's what he believes of me, but I don't always feel it or believe it about myself that, that I am valued or cherished by 
my heavenly father. That's so so good. Wow. That's so good. Yeah. We have to tune into that voice. Don't we? Mm -hmm. I hear him say, do you know what he says to me all the time? It's okay. (laughs) It's nothing like out there or nothing. Like he's just like, it's okay. Just keep going. It's okay. It's okay. You're doing great. Says that yeah. you're doing great. Keep going. It's funny. It's like I hear my own voice in my head, but I know it's God. Yeah. Cause he calls me Deb. Mm-hmm. Everybody hears him differently. I hear him say, Deb, you're doing great. Keep going. Keep going. It's okay. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, why don't we pray real quick? Okay. Jesus, I just want to pray a blessing over Tracy and over every mom watching this video or listening to the podcast. Lord, I pray, God, that you would be so real to them. I pray, Lord, that they would hear your voice when they're thinking about any type of project or anything you're calling them to do. And I pray the same over Tracy, Lord, that for her next book and her ones after that, Lord, that um, that she would just continually turn to you as she always does and just ask you to be present in the book and to help her. And I pray for every person watching this today that they would learn how to hear your voice, that they would know that just they that you just love them. <laughs> And that they don't have to do anything for you to love them. And that they are precious in your sight. Encourage them, strengthen them, and give them just a a sweet, encouraging word today. Bless Tracy's book sales. Bless her as she's um, just really reaching the world, Lord. I pray that more people will pick up her books that need to know you, Lord. I pray for... Uh, just an abundance of people that can read through this book. And because your Holy Spirit is present in her book, can feel that inner healing, like Tracy said, that they tell her. And Lord, when you're involved in a project, you always bring healing. You always multiply. And so, Lord, I pray for all the people reading her book that they will feel healing. They will feel your presence in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you, Tracy. Okay, guys. Alternate end of Cassidy Marchand, M-A-R-C-H-A-N-D by Tracy Barsky. All right. Thank you so much, Tracy. All right. We love you guys. Have a great day. Goodbye.